Anyone over here have any idea of what we've been talking about? That's okay, that's okay. All right, so listen, listen, I'm gonna give you a little recap for those of you that had mandatory meetings for other things and weren't here. Shh. Yes, Naomi? <laughs> oh. Don't yell at her. Here. <laughs> Callie, if you can't keep your mouth shut, you'll be teaching. Yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. So anyway, here's the recap. For those of you that forgot or weren't here. So the first week, yes, the overall topic is like happiness and joy. Um, the first week was that happiness is a choice. Like we can choose joy. We can choose joy in the Lord. The second week um, was you can be happy and have joy when you choose to be real and authentic. The third week was um, being joyful when you serve God and love others. The fourth week was we can be more joyful when we are forgiving the people around us. Okay? The fifth week was um, we can be more joyful when we have a pure heart. And then this week is the last week. So <laughs> this is um, we can be joyful when we live out what we believe, which is kind of what we've been talking about as a whole. It's just making our faith practical and finding the benefits of that and being joyful. So we're going to talk about a few things of how to do that. Um, so first of all, if we can be joyful and if we can be happy, when we live out what we believe, we should know what we believe. Right? So... I mean, a lot of you have grown up in church, and your parents might be Christian, or your friends might be Christian, but we need to focus on what we believe and why we believe it. You need to have your own faith, right? Your faith can't be your teachers, your friends, or your parents. You need to know what you believe and why do you believe that, right? I'm sure if you've been a Christian since you were like five years old, you still need to know why do you believe that. So... We're not going to talk completely all about that, but it's just starting that thought process of making your faith your own. So if you really believe in something, it should change the way you live, right? What we're talking about is Christianity and believing in God. That should change how we live. If we truly believe in Christ and the gospel, people around us should notice, right? So think about like if you're in school or like all of your friends and your family, everyone believes in something even if they're not all Christian. They might believe in a God. They might believe in the universe, in spirits, in science, in aliens, in chance or luck, in anything, right? So what would the people around you say that you believe in? Just think about it. So would they notice that you believe in God? Would they notice that you're different somehow? So if you believe in the gospel, and if you believe that it brings new life, it should affect how we live every day. Okay, so how does living out what you believe lead to happiness and joy? So in Matthew 5, 10 through 12, it says, Blessed are those who are persecuted because of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when people insult you, persecute you, and falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me. Rejoice and be glad because... Great is your reward in heaven, for in some way they persecute, persecuted the prophets who were before you. 
So what that verse is kind of saying is, blessed are the ones who are persecuted for righteousness of Christ. Like, it's the thought of if you are living for Christ and you're doing his will, you're doing what he has called you to do, not everyone's going to like that. Right? You're going to stand out, you're going to be different, and people don't like that. So then they're going to be mean and hurtful to you. And it's not just saying, oh, like, you're going to be persecuted for your own stupid decisions. No. Persecuted when you are following Christ. And then it goes on to say that our reward is in heaven. Right? It's not here. Which we've all probably heard this verse before, but it's the reason why we can be joyful. Um, and then it also goes on to say that the Christians before us were persecuted as well. Like, our reward is in heaven. Like, they lived it out. Jesus lived it out. Remember? Like, y'all know not everyone liked him. So, uh, the verse is calling us to be joyful when people are hurtful to us because of our faith. Now you're thinking, why would I be joyful? Because people are mean. So Colossians 3, 2, um, and 24 says, Set your minds on things above, not on earthly things. Since you know that you will receive an inheritance from the Lord as a reward, it is the Lord Christ you are serving. Which, we know that. We've heard this verse so many times, but how often do you think through your day with that kingdom mindset? With living each and every day as people are being mean and people are being annoying and as you're having a hard time in school with your family, how often do you try to think towards heaven, right? It says, set your mind on things above, not on earthly things. Does that mean you should totally forget everything, all your earthly responsibilities? Not completely. But it's just living with that kingdom mindset, living for more. And then it just says, since we know that we will receive inheritance from the Lord as a reward, we're not always going to see the benefits of being a Christian here on earth. Right? Because it's the other verses were saying that we're going to be persecuted. People are going to be mean and hurtful for our faith. But we're not always going to see the reward now. We're living with a kingdom mindset of what is to come. So it is the Lord Christ that we are serving, not just our friends, not just our family, not the people on the earth, because the people here on earth are not perfect, right? Your parents and your friends might be very nice. They might be close to perfect, but if you're close to them, you know they're not perfect. Some of them might be far from perfect. So we should not live to only please them. We should live to please and serve the Lord Christ. So one huge way that we can live out what we believe is how we act when we're hurt right? How we handle conflict and how we respond to other people. Because other people are not always going to be nice. Especially if we are living out our faith, people are going to go against us. And John 13, 34 and 35 says, a new command I give to you. Love one another as I have loved you. So you must love one another. By this, everyone will know you are my disciples. If you love one another, that's showing the people around you, Christ. And we've heard this. If you've been to church, once probably you've heard this. But when you live through your day and people are mean and your parents are annoying and your friends hurt you, it's still calling you to love other people even when they're mean to you, which we've talked about this in past weeks. But 
it's having that call to live for more. It's having that call to be different, to not just live like everyone in your school, not just live like all of your friends. It's a call to be different. And people don't always like different. So with that being said, why does this lead to joy and happiness? Because so far, it just sounds uncomfortable and lonely. So why does living like this lead to joy? It's because God's way is the best way, right? God's way is better than earthly, anything here on earth. The world's way might make us happy temporarily, you know, when all your friends like you and you get along with everyone, but that's only temporary. That won't last. Living for God means living for something more. Romans 12.2 says, Do not be shaped by this world. Instead, be changed within by a new way of thinking. Then you will be able to decide what God wants for you. And you will be able to know what is good and pleasing to God and what is perfect. So that is just stating that yeah, we're going to need to be different and we need to renew our minds and we need to change the way we're thinking and the way our hearts are so that the way we're acting points back to Christ because his way is better. God's will is best and we know his will by reading his word and praying. Living out what God has called us to do is more fulfilling than anything the world can give us. Anything that you think might make you happy God's way will make you more joyful. We talked about this in past weeks, that happiness can come and go, but joy will always be there no matter what's happening, right? No matter how you're feeling, no matter what your circumstances are, joy is something that stays no matter what. And that's what we want to live for. And we can have that with Christ. Now, you're probably thinking, I know this. We try to do this every day and it's hard. Um, but knowing God's will, he calls us to be more like Christ and to follow him. We've got that. We know that. So John eight twelve says, Jesus spoke to them again. I am the light of the world. Anyone who follows me will never walk in the darkness, but will have the light of life. That is our goal. Our goal is to be the light in this world. We can obviously see that this world is not perfect. But our goal needs to be to live and to be a light. But, okay, think about, you've probably all heard this example. Like, all right, you just woke up. Your room's still dark, right? You're getting up, getting ready for school. Now imagine you, you're still asleep. Your parents walk in and flip the lights on. What happens? What happens, Trevor? You're, you're like, you're, yeah, you're like blinded and it hurts and it's painful and you're grumpy and you yell at your parents and they're like, gotta go to school. And you're like, this is the worst start to any day ever. Okay? But <laughs> if you never turn the light on, you don't get to see everything as clear as you could. So it, the light is good, but not everyone's going to react positively to that at first. <laughs> Thanks for your support, guys. <laughs> Do you want something? Are you trying to get like on my good side for something? Okay, so the challenge, the challenge of this series and the challenge of our life as Christians is to be the light. But with that being said, people are not always going to like you. See how we're connecting back around? 
So going back to one of the points is one huge way we can live out what we believe is how we act when, when we are hurt, right? When people are mean to us and when people expect us to react poorly, right? If someone yells at you, they expect you to yell back. If someone does something mean to you, they kind of expect you to do something mean back. But being different and living for Christ means to not do that. So people are going to hurt you, they're going to ridicule you, they're going to lie about you. And God's word says to love them. Now, that doesn't seem practical. That seems like everyone's just going to walk over you. And something that we need to remember is that hurt people hurt other people. Right? So the first thing, if someone's being super mean, is to think about, they're probably hurting. Which is not an excuse for how they're acting. But we have to remember that how we act when we're hurt, right, when someone hurts you, magnifies what is in your heart. So if someone hurts you and you're feeling hurt, either it's going to come out in anger, it's going to come out in bitterness, you're either going to tear other people down, but if your heart is secure in Christ, you're going to still show other people love. So just remember that if you're going through something, how you act when you're hurt magnifies what's in your heart. So here are a few responses when someone hurts you that you can respond to and show Christ's love and be the light in the world. So you respond with kindness when someone hurts you. Don't hold into the hurt because kindness can help you let go of that pain. Um, The second thing is to stand up for what is right even if you feel alone. Remember that God is with you. And I know that doesn't always make everything better, but Jesus went through the world. Not everyone liked him. There was times when he, the only person he could talk to was his father. So you're going to be alone sometimes. But remember that Christ is with you. And then the third thing is to remember that your reward is in heaven. And to live with that kingdom mindset that you're living for something more. Your time here on earth isn't going to be forever. You should make it count for something more right? We don't just want to live for the joys and the happinesses and everything else that our friends are living for here. We want something that lasts longer. So you are responsible for your own actions, right? You can't always control what happens to you or what people say about you, but you are responsible for how you act in those situations. So let your heart and your mind be renewed in Christ. So you're going to act different and you're going to stand out. Um, Matthew 5.14 says, You are the light of the world. A city situated on a hill cannot be hidden. People will notice you if you live like this. And it's not easy because, you know, it hurts. So just to recap. So what the goal is, is to be joyful and to be happy when we're living out what we believe. Right? And then how we do that is... We can live that out, how we act when people hurt us, and how we handle conflict. And why? Because it leads to joy, and it it doesn't hold on to the pain, it doesn't hold on to the bitterness. It leads to joy because God's way is a better way. Can I have three volunteers to read? It's just a verse. Yeah. Micah, you, Callie. Thank you, thank you. You can can just sit here, just come right here. You can come here. You're just reading a short verse. Bring your paper. I'll tell you. Do you want to use, you don't want to use your paper? It's on. 
I want to use my Bible. Micah, do you want to go last? Sure, I'll go last. So, Micah, you're going to read Romans 12, too. Yeah. You're going to do the middle one. You're just going to read the Matthew. Okay. Got the it? The whole thing? Yep, the whole thing. And then, yeah, you're just reading, not the bold part. Do you have it? Are you ready? Be respectful of our friends. Okay. Thank you, thank you, thank you. All right, here you go. All right. Matthews 5, 10 through 12. Blessed are those who are persecuted because of righteousness, for there is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are when you people insult you, persecute you, and fal falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me. Rejoice and be glad, be because great is your reward in heaven, for in, in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. Um, John thirteen thirty four through 35. A new command I give you, love one another as I have loved you, so you must love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. Romans 12, 2. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. Thank you. You guys can have a seat. <laughs> Sam, let Trevor, Samuel, let Trevor support his friends. He's clapping for... He's clapping for the both of you because you didn't clap. Yes, Samuel, you're responsible for your own actions. All right, let's recap. If you spaced out, we're going to recap, and I want, some, I want some feedback, okay? So, wow, you're all listening. So nice. Okay, so we're going to be different, right? And if we're following Christ, we're going to stand out. Okay, got it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stand out, stand out. Remember? What is our challenge? <clears throat> how? Be joyful. How are we, we going to be joyful in this, in this lesson? Uh-huh, uh-huh. And we're going to be the light, right? But being the light and standing out. Makes people not always not not always be happy. Yeah, remember the analogy with if your parents turn on the light when you're trying to sleep and it hurts your eyes and you get really grumpy, right? Right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So in being the light, people are not always going to. We're not always going to be everyone's favorite. So how can we spread the love of Christ while they're not happy with us? There's the three three reasons of how we respond to people. Trevor? Yes, yes, yes. There are three specific reasons, ways to respond, but that's okay, that's okay. When someone hurts you, don't hold on the hurt. Kindness helps you let go of anger. You get one, you get one. Daniel Lynn, did you, did you want to? Stop raising your hand if you don't want to answer. Trevor. All right, what's the second one? 
Yeah, yeah, wait, Cecilia. Live with a kingdom mindset. Yes, that is good. That's, you can add that to Trevor's list of treat other people the way you want to be treated. Live with a kingdom mindset. How do we respond? Steven? Okay. What is the third reason? Third, third way to respond. Joshua. Heaven. More. More words. A sentence, buddy. Remember that your reward is in heaven. Live with a kingdom mindset. Yeah, 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 yeah. Awesome. All right, all right. And why, why should we do this? Why is this important? Why should this be important? This is, this is the last question. Why, why does any of this matter? Because earthly possessions will always let, it, let us down. Yes. What would you say? They won't last forever. Okay, finish the... Thank you, Callie. All right. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pray for us, and then we're going to clean up, okay? Shh. I'm going to pray. Shh. Dear Lord, thank you so much for bringing us all here today. Lord, I pray that you will continue to work in our hearts and just renew our hearts and minds so that we can be focused more on you. Um, Help us to go out and have a safe and good week. In your name, amen.